Growing up in the 90s, it was inevitable that the number 23 would mean something different to me than probably kids growing up today. And that number was Michael Jordan's jersey. Pretty much the greatest basketball player to have ever lived. And I just got done watching The Last Dance. And I can't help but think that winning championships in sports is pretty much exactly the same as business. So today we're going to talk about 10 lessons I learned from The Last Dance and how you can apply those lessons to grow your business. Here we go. How do you use the power of marketing to build a life you don't need a vacation from? If you want the answer, keep listening. If you want it faster, visit digitalnomad.com slash podcast. I don't watch sports these days. I don't watch NBA games. But watching the highlights of somebody's professional life is still compelling enough that it can almost bring me to tears. And so whether you like sports or not... If you are a high performer in any area in life, I highly recommend you check out The Last Dance if you haven't. This docuseries covers Michael Jordan's career, culminating in his sixth NBA championship. But we don't just get to see Michael. We get to see the teammates, the management, the whole organization that made this possible as well as a look into his competitors and what they think of Michael Jordan. Now, you don't become without pissing off a few people and also becoming totally obsessed with the thing that you're doing. So I took out 10 things that I think can help me in business to make more sales, to achieve higher performance, to make a bigger impact, and ultimately to get more fulfillment by giving life and business everything I've got. So 10 lessons. First lesson is, if you want to get to the top, you have to have an unquenching desire to win. Michael Jordan was obsessed, and he would not let anybody get in his way. Now, they tell a story about a championship series, if you don't know, has seven games. And so the same team will play each other over and over again throughout the championship series until one of them wins the majority of the games. Now, walking off the court in one game... This player had scored a bunch of points against Michael Jordan. I forget who it was, but as he's walking off, he goes, nice game, Michael, as if he was mocking him. And so Michael Jordan goes into the locker room, and he tells this whole team how he's going to destroy this guy and how dare he talk trash to him. I know it's pretty mild, but in his speech, he's telling the team how this guy is going to rue the day that he said any words to him walking off the court. And so they go to the game the next night, and Michael Jordan just goes after him hard, and he just decimates him. And 10 years later, somebody is asking Michael about the story, and he goes, oh yeah, that guy never said that. I just made that up to get myself to the place I needed to be to make sure he didn't score as many points the next night. So Michael Jordan would actually lie to himself just to bring out that ultra-competitive edge and to destroy his competition. That's how much he wanted it. Lesson two is you have to be willing to lose. There's a famous Jordan quote, I forget what it is, but about how many game-winning shots he has taken and lost. Now, you see in the documentary, he takes a game-winning shot all the time and wins. That's who they give the ball to in the clutch moment. But in order to be that person, the go-to guy, the key person who can perform when it matters most, you have to be willing to take that shot and lose. And we saw that over and over again in the documentary, too. The whole team, the whole organization, the whole city depending on him and him taking the shot and missing it. And this is a big reason why most people never shoot for the stars. They never try things that are extremely difficult because they can't handle the pain of that loss, the humiliation of that loss. But if you want to win, you have to be able to lose. Lesson three is that not everyone will like you. And a lot of Jordan's teammates thought he was a bully, even though he 
was part of one of the greatest basketball teams in history. A lot of people feared him. And so something that we've learned in business as well, uh, people have done deep dive studies on business leaders. And one of the traits they're highest in is lack of concern for other people's feelings. Now, this doesn't mean they don't care about other people. It means they put mission first. And when you're going after a singular goal like that, you're not always going to be able to be the nicest person in the room. And so we saw that with Jordan, where a lot of times he was not very nice at all to his teammates because he cared more about winning than the feelings of the people around him. And we see this over and over again in business leaders, even people who are leading philanthropic efforts, even people whose mission in life is to improve the lives of other people, oftentimes they just can't let other people's feelings get in the way. And that's because there's always going to be competing desires and competing feelings. Oftentimes you have to make a choice where one way or another, somebody's going to be unhappy with you. And if you're paralyzed by that, like most people, then you're not going to ever be able to achieve your goal. So Michael did not care what people were feeling. He was more concerned about what do we have to do to actually win. And you better get on his page or else you're going to get booted. Next, they have keep the main thing the main thing. You see, Michael Jordan did not live this crazy life of partying all the time or going off and spending his extravagant wealth. He's... At least in this documentary, at the time, he seemed to live this quite humble life, you know, early to bed, early to rise, and he's just going out there and he's training hard all day, every single day. Now, surprisingly, we also see Dennis Rodman in this, and he's shooting off to Vegas. He's going to do WWE events. He's partying with Carbon Electra, and uh, he still seems to get the job done. The next lesson, which is quite similar, is stay in your lane. Oftentimes, as entrepreneurs, we get so much shiny object syndrome, and we want to go into other industries. We want to go do things we know nothing about, even though we spent years getting good at this one thing. And so MJ does the same thing. At one point, he retires, and he goes to play baseball. And while he's not terrible at baseball, usually to get to the top of your field in anything, you need to dedicate at least 10 years of obsession to that thing. And so he made it to the minor leagues, but ultimately ended up going back to basketball because for him, that was his lane. Next, I have you might be a star player, but you still need a star team. So no matter how good you think you are in business, you need the team to back it up. I don't care if you're a genius entrepreneur and visionary. Without the team, you're dead in the water. Just like without Michael's team on the Bulls, he's not going to win the championship. So while he might score 47 points in a game out of 100, he still needs that team to support and create the infrastructure around scoring those points and to score the other 53, more than half of the points in the game. So if you're an entrepreneur and you don't work well with people yet or you don't know how to build a team, you might want to start thinking about bringing on those star players to support your vision. Next, I have make smart business decisions. Now, you might not know this, but prior to the Michael Jordan era, not a lot of basketball players were brought up and singled out as a star player as far as brand sponsorships go. This was much more common in the tennis industry. It was very common for a tennis player to have their own signature rackets, their own signature shoes, whatever. And so Michael Jordan just so happened to get a tennis agent as his agent. And this agent knew how to pull a star player out and turn them into a nationwide celebrity that everybody wants to be like, be like Mike. And so this is one of the first times this had really been done on a big scale in the basketball industry. And that's why MJ is worth $2.3 billion because he got his own endorsement line with Nike. We also see in the documentary where Scottie Pippen negotiated his contract poorly and got locked into seven years being one of the best basketball players in the league 
by getting paid something like the 123rd most in the league. So he's just completely undercompensated because of poor business decisions. And even though he's performing at the top of his game, he's missing out on those paydays. Next lesson, one thing I notice over and over again in this is these championship games, a lot of times it comes down to the very last shot. It's over and over again, it came down to like the last one or two seconds in the game. The teams would be all tied up. And then it was the person who, in that moment of extreme pressure, I can't even imagine what that would feel like. With the whole world staring at you, it's the last game of the series, everybody's depending on you, and you have to take that game-winning shot without choking. So oftentimes these series would come down to one shot, and it's that player making that shot that clenches the whole thing, and they get the glory, the lifetime glory of being the champions, because they made that one shot. So the difference between first and second is so infinitesimally small, but you have to have that edge. Just to be in the game, you have to be so good that in the last three seconds, you're tied up with the next best team. But to win, you actually have to have that magic where you can pull through in the last second and make the game-winning shot, and you get the glory forever. Lastly, I have victory comes from going to the extremes of human experience. If you're looking for that fulfillment in life, if you're looking for that victory, it doesn't come from taking the easy way out. It doesn't come for looking for the path of least resistance. It comes from going hard in the paint for years on end and going to the very depths of what you're capable of and pulling through in that final moment, pushing hard until the end. So if you're looking for victory in business, don't think that it's going to be easy. Don't think that you're never going to lose. Don't think you're going to make the shot every time. But know that if you push hard and you continue and you stay in your lane, you build the proper team and you hit that clutch shot, eventually it will be worth it. It's just amazing to see humans perform at that level. And I think we can all take inspiration from that and put that into our lives. It's got me thinking, where could I be a higher performer? How could I perform more like a high-performing sports team? But the last thing that I wanted to recognize in this video is to enjoy the ride. And that's because we see all these players interviewed now, 20 years after this happened, and they're human just like the rest of us, right? MJ might have more money, but you can see that he's aging. All of the players have aging. They're all middle-aged now, and their glory days are behind them. Sure, they have something to show for it. They have the rings, but they must confront life like the rest of us do. So we must remember in business... Sure, it is great to win in business. It is great to build a team, the organization, to make the money, to serve our customers, and have the glory of doing something that most people will never do. But in the end, we're all humans. We all have the same human experience, and we have to come to terms with that. So no matter what you're doing, make sure you enjoy the journey. Have fun on the ride. And do something worthwhile, because time is going to pass either way. You might as well try to win that championship. So that's it. The 10 business lessons that I learned from The Last Dance, the documentary about MJ's career in the NBA, just completely inspiring to see humans perform at that level. Let me know in the comments, did you watch The Last Dance? And if so, what's one life lesson that you could pull out? What was your favorite episode or favorite moment from the series? I'd love to hear it. Put it in the comments. That's all for today. It's Christian, the Work From Anywhere Digital Marketing Guy. See you next time. How to use the power of marketing to build a life you don't need a vacation from. If you want the answer plus free resources just for podcast listeners, visit digitalnomad.com slash podcast. We'll see you next time.